Okay, thank you. Hello, everyone. It's nice to see you again. I've been away for two weekends now. So I'm back, and I'm glad to see you. Uh, I, the, last, uh, the last couple of weeks, I've been in Europe, and uh, uh, part of the reasons was to, I'm thinking about expanding to Europe. I'm always thinking ahead. So maybe within five years or so, I hope to establish a branch in Europe. Uh, so that's why I'm preparing slowly and slowly, okay? In particular, last weekend, I was in Lisboa, Lisbon, with our friends um, in Lisbon, and we had a, uh, a chi there, a chan chi there, from last Friday uh, through the weekend. And uh, we're there because we've been having uh, some disciples locally who's been... Uh, teaching chant, and I was very pleased to see them, uh, not only just to be there and enjoy the Portuguese food and hospitality, but also I was pleased to see that they improved as well. So I'm very proud to say that even though I haven't been training them directly, but they've been listening to the Dharma uh, through our videotapes and uh, following our news, and, um, and uh, they've been improving themselves. So it's kind of cool to have this system of ours where even though remote locations, and when I don't teach them directly because the last two years I started teaching uh, uh, certain teaching uh, in order to take care of my disciples who are far uh, higher than Mashashiwa disciples. That's why I had to do something drastic to keep the, the momentum going. Uh, so, uh, if you will, in the scheme of the Chan world, Master Xuanhua is the first 75% uh, of the way. And ours is, includes that as well as the remaining 25%, 24%. Okay? And so, that's what we are. Uh, and uh, and uh, see, so to see that our uh, disciples in Portugal are at the level where they're actually, for lay people, they're higher levels than I can think of any other lay people teachers of meditation. So you see, wherever we go, we always uh, try to be the new kid in the block and add more to uh, the community. You know, not simply go there to uh, uh, take advantage of the community and, uh, and uh, take out, but we contribute. That's always been our attitude in Chan practices. Uh, we contribute to the communities. That's our ethos. That's what we stand for. Uh, and so they, as lay people, I chuckled, I said, wow, even though you don't practice as hard as we do, don't have the same support as we do over here and in Korea, but uh, you've been improving and you're still at the level of, uh, of, uh, uh, of uh, the uh, gurus, Indian gurus 
of the old world, old Buddhist world. And, and they say, yeah. One teacher says, uh, yeah, no wonder I looked at uh, the other teachers. I chuckled. I said, wow, you guys are, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, okay, so, um, so uh, I'm, mm, mm, I think uh, in the future, uh, we will need to go to Europe because basically Europe has Hinayana uh, teachings only. And we, I can't wait to bring our American Mahayana to uh, Europe. Uh, but in meanwhile, we need to uh, build more momentum for our American Mahayana here. Uh, this year is a year really where we unfurl our American Mahayana flag and say, yeah, that's who we are. Uh, we are not Chinese. Uh, we learn from the Chinese, we learn from all over, we learn from Hinayana, learn from a Thai, learn from you name it. Uh, we're always learning, we're always looking out to learn new things. Uh, but uh, we take all of that just like very much the American culture. It's a melting pot. We take everything that we can uh, have access to and melt them together. And it's unique in the sense that we are really are American Mahayana. Okay? Uh, uh, so, um, so here we are again. I, come, I came back and uh, someone made a comment uh, say, saying that, uh, didn't you have any video for two weeks? I said, I can't be away for two weeks. You guys have vacation. You go on vacation for two weeks, a month, two months, three months. I can't, I can't disappear for two weeks. <laughs> well, I think uh, the Portuguese videos will be uploaded somewhere. Oh, okay, it's spoken in English. Uh, we uh, primarily, most of them who came to the Qi uh, spoke English and could understand me directly, so there's no translation needed. So it's cool, cool to be there. Um, but uh, I'm pleased to be back. Uh, it's traveling, it's tiring, but it's necessary, I guess. Anyone has any questions or comments? Okay, everyone is so excited. Okay, very good. Uh, let me see, what shall we talk about today? Uh, um, today, uh, can we look at the, um, the thing, the um, anecdote? Mm, it's been a while, uh, so let's look at the anecdote here for, I think, uh, uh, I think the prior one has one left. So today we do a without good foundation, okay, for the heck of it, so that we're done with this first page here. Okay. Uh, and uh, unless someone has any questions, feel free to ask questions anytime, okay? Uh, but uh, I'm still trying to, uh, uh, I still have jet lag and uh, I'm tired, uh, but. Uh, uh, but um, uh, but uh, so I like to say I'm uh, what is it right now? I'm about eighty <laughs> percent. 
<laughs> okay, so be kind, um, be patient. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, why don't we jump into this uh, without good foundation? Okay, and we can, uh, if we're done, we can talk about anything you like. Okay, yes, question from uh, JC. 안녕하세요. 안녕하세요. <웃음> 마스터 반갑습니다. 아, 저는 한 3주 전에 갑자기 발목이 아파서 병원을 갔더니 폐행성 관절염이라고 했습니다. 그래서 지금 결과 부자를 할 수가 없는데 어떻게 수행을 계속해야 될지 궁금합니다. Hi master. It's I'm very happy to see you again. About three weeks ago, um, I had a pain in my ankle. So I went to see my doctor and he said, I have some kind of arthritis. So because of that, I can't sit in full lotus anymore. So I'd like to ask you, how can I cultivate, continuously cultivate with this condition? Thank you. Yes, you can. Uh, first of all, I'm sorry to hear that you have arthritis. Uh, and your ankle, uh, actually, it's not a big deal. Arthritis is part of life, okay? We get old and our body uh, doesn't function as well as it used to. That's normal, okay? Don't be too uh, afflicted over it, okay? Arthritis is uh, the sort of pain, but it's really no real damage physically to your body. Right? I have arthritis too. Okay? Uh, just the way it is. What you can do is you have two choices. Number one, you can do half lotus only on the knee that doesn't hurt. Okay? And that works as well. Uh, uh, don't worry about it. You try your best. That's all. We prefer full lotus, but we can't do full lotus. We can do half lotus. Okay? Uh, it's part of the training is full lotus, but uh, look at uh, our lives all day. We cannot do full lotus. I can't do full lotus all day. So therefore, we do full lotus when we can. So it's not uh, it's not always is the case where you must always be in full lotus to be who you are. Okay. Uh, furthermore, uh, so you can do half lotus and you can meditate and you can do the rest in half lotus. That's fine. Okay, the other option is do full lotus. Okay, uh, I personally would do full lotus myself. What I would do is put on the oil, okay, on the knee, and it will enable you to sit in full lotus a lot uh, easier. Okay, number one. Number two, you can also help yourself by doing stretching. Will you stretch your knees? and you exercise your knee a little bit, it's a lot easier for you to sit. So this is a constraint you have. Uh, uh, for example, uh, in your case, and many people's case who struggle with the full lotus, I would recommend that they stretch. They do stretching exercises we have, okay? In particular, in your case, focus more on stretching the knees, okay? where it hurts uh, and do more stretching and to um, uh, of the legs 
so that uh, and and the small back so that you have uh, you makes it it makes makes it easier for you to sit in full lotus. Okay, uh, the thing to avoid is that mm, it hurt. The hurt is okay. Like I have arthritis in my fingers and it hurts when I make a fist. Okay, but it's not a minor. It's a minor thing. It's a, It's like a like a, a discomfort more than pain, all right? Is your case a discomfort or pain? Oh, undelimida. Ne apumnida. It's pain. It's pain. Master, and also it's her ankle. Yes, I know. Uh, so the ankle. Uh, is uh, in pain. What kind of pain? Can you describe the pain for me? Uh, pull 병원 치료를 받고 많이 나아져서 어 괜찮 지금은 크게 심하지는 않는데 이게 악화될까 봐 하는 염려가 있습니다. Master, right now it's not that bad, but what I feel is actually throbbing and it gets really hot my ankle area and my um previous problem was going down the stairs uh, it's difficult and but from the hospital I received treatments and I think it actually healed a lot um, it's not bad right now the condition but I'm kind of afraid that it might get worse uh, for sitting in full lotus or continue to sitting same form for a long time take off your blanket show me how you sit in full lotus Which one is a bad ankle? The right ankle or left ankle? Left ankle, please. Left ankle, okay. Here's what you do. Can you pull up the ankle all the way up higher so that it doesn't bend? Pull up higher, there you go. You see, it doesn't bend. It won't hurt as much, right? It only hurts when you bend it. So what you do is pull it all the way up. So train yourself to sit higher, meaning that most people, they sit like this, legs are like this, you sit like this, then it's higher. Then the ankle will not bend. Okay? You can do that. Okay? That will enable you, by the way, to sit in a chair with armrests. That's how you can impress people too. You go into a chair and you take off your shoes and pull up, you know, and you can sit within the armrest. And the, the trick there is to pull them all the way up, okay? Where, where you actually, your, your, the plants of your feet are actually pressing against your body, not the ankle. You got that? Then the arthritis in the ankle would not be affected at all in any way. Number one. Number two, sitting in full lotus like that is actually very good for your arthritis. It will help reduce your arthritis, by the way. 
without uh, will help uh, re uh, uh, slow down the uh, the progress so that first of all it hurts it won't hurt at all number two if it hurts it's because it's actually healing your arthritis so don't be afraid okay if you prefer to listen to your doctor it's okay listen uh, do in half lotus it's okay okay but that's not a problem the ankle uh, arthritis in the ankle is a minor minor issue it's a it's a more it's a small uh, obstruction but it should not affect your sitting in full lotus at all the our style of training okay pull it all the way up that's all that's all you have to do okay a little bit harder but you can train yourself for a while, and even if uh, you endure it, it, it means that instead of the pressure being on your ankle, now the pressure is on your knees. Okay? And if you need be, uh, uh, you go home and you even like uh, you uh, uh, use a belt and tie yourself so that legs are straight. Okay? Uh, and that's how you train yourself. Okay, you do that, it's going to help your arthritis, it will slow, slow down, even heal a little bit. Okay, uh, and uh, try that for a while and, and uh, we can do more as well later, offline. Okay, and uh, get some oil before you do, uh, you sit, uh, again stretch, put on the oil, okay, before and after. That's all. Okay, don't worry. You should not. The full lotus helps arthritis. It does not activate it, by the way, if you do it that way. Okay, and again, I'm no doctor, so if you feel that you need to listen to your doctor, I won't be offended. Listen to your doctor, okay? But to me, it's not a big deal. It's, it's not, it will not, it will actually, full lotus is more helpful uh, with your arthritis. Then, then, uh, then half lotus, but it's okay. Either way is okay with me. All right. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Anyone else? All right. Uh, let's go back to. Okay. All right. Again, feel free to ask anytime. Yes, uh, JC. Dạ, kính bạch sư phụ cái, cái chân của con, cái đầu gói của con á, là nó bị lũng cái sụn luôn Con bị khớp rồi mà con đi, cái công việc của con là đi quét đường phố Cho nên là nó lũng cái sụn luôn Và khi mà con ngồi kiết già rất là đau, đau lắm Ok con, con có thưa thầy Hiền Chỉ thì thầy con sức dầu được không? Thầy Hiền Chỉ nói không được Nên con Đó. không được sức thì Con ráng con chịu đau Ừ. con 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 rác chịu đau thì nó đau trong xương trong tỷ con luôn ừ. và ừ. con con ráng con tập mà co giãn trong ừ. trong trong cái cái cảnh đang thiền của sư phụ á thầy á mà con càng tập thì là con lại càng đau hơn và con ngồi thời gian nó ngắn hơn hay gì hôm nào con không tập thì con ngồi thời gian nó dài hơn và hôm nào con tập thì là nó đau hết cả người con mà nó nó thời gian con ngồi nó ngắn hơn con không biết con rơi trong cái trường hợp nào và hồi như là như hồi nãy ngồi thiền cũng vậy con cũng không biết con rơi trong trường hợp nào nhưng mà chân con thì chưa có đau mà trong đầu của con là cái biểu mở chân ra đi 
thoát ra đi biểu con đi ra ý là trong đầu của con muốn là con phải đi ra mà cái chân con thì không đau mà mà trong đầu con bắt con là phải bỏ cái chân ra con nói không có chết cũng không có bỏ ra có chết cũng không bỏ cuộc con cứ trong đầu con cái niệm lên như vậy hoài thì là nó tự nhiên cái xương sống của con mà cái khúc như dưới lưng ở dưới lưng quần đó, sư phụ nó, nó, nó tự động nó quẹo qua quẹo lại giống như là con rắn vậy con không hiểu sao con ráng con lấy gồng con biết con rơi trong trường hợp nào và kính thạch sư phụ giảng cho con Master, uh, can I please ask about the Vietnamese word? Cái sống, uh, I don't understand the meaning of it. I think it's a cartilage at the knee, right? Cartilage. Okay, uh, hello, Master. Uh, the cartilage at my knees um, um, and on my knees is very painful and it feels like Uh, it's very hurt, and my job is to sweep the street. So um, it seems like uh, I'm losing the cartilage right there. And somehow I uh, practice the stretching uh, based on your uh, Chan handbook. And it's kind of even more painful. I don't know which way that I fall into, however, um, When uh, first time I I tried to, there was a thought that telling me to op, just unbuckle, but it is the thought in my head, and But uh, I don't want to it. But somehow in my head, it just appeared that way. My sung sum, my um, my spine is um, kind of twist in this way and that way. Can Master please explain for me? Okay. Uh, first of all. If it's a knee cartilage that is gone, okay, then it's nothing we, you can do to fix it. I don't know any way to regrow it. Uh, so I'm very sorry to hear it, okay? It's not, nothing I, I can do to help you, okay? You have to stop sitting in full lotus on that bad knee. Is it both knees or one knee? Which one, left or right? Okay, so the left knee, the cartilage on the knee is gone. Therefore, when she sits, it's very painful. So unbuckle right now. Don't sit, don't aggravate it. It's not a good idea to aggravate it. If you do it like that, you can't walk anymore. Okay? All you can do right now is avoid it. Okay, unbuckle right now. Don't sit in full lotus anymore. Sit in half lotus. That's all you can do. Okay? This is your constraint. It's called karmic obstructions. Nothing we can do. We have to cultivate according to what we can, not force the issue. Cultivation is to do the best we can under the circumstances, not force it. 
Okay, so uh, so you can do half lotus, and the oil or whatever is not going to help you. You don't want to activate it because it's basically uh, it's uh, uh, not working anymore the way it's supposed to. Now for to, to sit in full lotus, we need the knee to be able to bend. You cannot bend your knees. It's nothing I can do. Okay. Mm. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very sorry about that again. You have to be careful. Don't aggravate it. Uh, take care of the knee. Make it last as long as you can. Okay? But, uh, but don't aggravate it. Don't do chan. Uh, do half lotus only. You can sit half lotus anywhere in your meditation. You'll be fine. Okay? Uh, when we teach you full lotus is to give you a challenge. Okay? But... Uh, not everyone can sit in full lotus. It's okay too. You don't need to sit in full lotus. For example, in order for you to get to four stage ahat, you don't need to sit in full lotus at all. Actually, you get to a higher level of enlightenment, you still don't need to sit in full lotus. Full lotus will, will make it faster for you to get there, but it's not the only way. Okay? So don't be so obsessed with it. That's your reality. You can't sit in full orders, big deal. Okay? Listen to the Dharma more. As you at work, you have a chance to listen without uh, getting, uh, putting yourself uh, in danger. Okay? <laughs> Make sure you be careful at work. Listen to the Dharma more often. Okay? And that's what you do. And also, for you personally, uh, because you can really not fully take advantage of our very potent, very powerful uh, Chan training that tells you that Chan is not necessarily the best thing for you right now. You should focus more on the Pure Land Dharma side, given your age and your physical constraints. Okay? I, if I were you, I would, as I meditate in Half Lotus, I would recite the Buddha's name. Okay, and do everything you can to attain rebirth to the pure land. And that's what your conditions are telling you. Don't force it. You're not going to become enlightened this lifetime. Okay, you have a lot of obstructions. If you were, you had more blessings, you would be able to be to sit in full lotus and and go full speed. But without full lotus, you cannot go full speed. So you know that is not meant for you right now. So be flexible, okay? So I will focus more on the pure land and try to get reborn to the pure land, okay? Focus more on my pure land dharma, okay? Uh, the Chan dharma now becomes secondary to that, okay? It's a very impressive that you force yourself to endure the pain like that in full lotus, and I'm sorry that we didn't help you, make it clearer for you. Stop doing it. Half Lotus only from now on. Okay? And go for rebirth of the Pure Land. And uh, make sure you go there this lifetime. Don't come back anymore. And uh, so focus more on the Pure Land Dharma side. Okay? And we teach China and Pure Land in uh, parallel. And therefore, it works just fine. Okay, but focus more on reciting the Buddha's name and going to the pure land. Okay, uh, all right. Yeah, uh, so. yeah. Kính bạch thầy, uh, 
Còn cái chân của con nó đau nhiều nhưng mà con không ngồi được và con con có có nghe bạn Nguyễn nói á, là mình ngồi thiền thì là à, kiểu là cái cái năng lượng nó tự chữa bệnh cho mình thì con hy vọng là con ngồi kiếp già sẽ bớt từ từ con nghĩ vậy. No, the cartilage is not gonna regrow at all. No way. So we don't we don't want to do anything to aggravate it right now. It's a lot of pressure on the knee the way we sit. So avoid it. Okay? Absolutely not. I don't recommend you sit and use that knee at all. Don't bend that knee. Okay? If you can avoid it, don't bend it. You need it to walk. You need it to climb the stairs. Okay, that's more important. Okay? Sitting in full lotus will shorten that. It will not fix it for you. Okay? Not at your level. Okay? So, cut it out. Yes? Is there a question here? Uh, no, Master, I just want to make a comment because uh, on last, I think it was Friday, even Fridays or Saturday, we have a long sit with Venerable uh, Sensun. So she sat around four or five hours, something like that. She's tough. She can handle it. But uh, I don't recommend it. If you have a, if your knee cartilage is gone, don't use it. Don't, don't sit in full lotus anymore. Okay? It's not worth it. Okay? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, find something else. You can do something else. Okay? Full lotus is not always necessary in our practice. For example, in her case, I would focus more on the pure land and create blessings. That's what I would do. See, the Vietnamese fail to understand that when the way they train is that they don't understand, they're not taught uh, uh, clearly enough, there's not enough emphasis for them to teach them that in order to practice uh, the uh, Mahayana Dharmas, you need a lot of blessings and more and more blessings. So. Uh, the first thing that you all should be, can be doing is create more blessings first, okay? And then without blessing, you don't even, with, with blessings, you don't even need full lotus. When a Buddha was in the world, they didn't need to sit in full lotus at all. The Buddha would come and talk, speak, spoke Dharma to them, and they became enlightened. That's a certain teaching right there. They weren't even in full lotus at all, okay? So it's not necessary they be in full lotus at all, okay? Uh, here in the Dharma any age, I make it difficult for you because I want to screen out the weak ones so I can focus on the stronger ones and develop you so that you can see the power of the Dharma and your tremendous potential. But if you have a lot of obstruction, we can work around it. It's not a, it's not a, uh, a requirement. So with her, I would recite the Buddha's name as a primary practice and then plant blessings. Okay? All right, still another question? Yes. The, uh... 그 다른 사람 위해서 기도를 할때그 사람도 알아야 영험하다는 얘기가 있어서 질문 드립니다. 혹시 위패를 올리거나 다른 사람 위해서 기도를 할때그 사람이 아는 거랑 모르는 거랑 그 효과의 차이가 있는지 그게 궁금합니다. 
Master, I heard about praying for others, and uh, sometimes it brings really good result. So let's say if I request for a plaque uh, for some other person, um, if that person knowing that there's a plaque for that person or not knowing, would that make any difference on the result? No difference whatsoever. Blessings uh, will be created for them, and they get the blessings themselves. So it doesn't matter if they know or not. We don't discriminate, okay? We blindly allocate the blessings out without any discrimination. So the, the, those uh, people don't even need to know. Anything else? Okay, let's discuss this. Okay, yeah, we can, uh, don't have a whole lot of time, so let's go into it. Let me re uh, read it for you. Master Wei Shan asked the Yang Shan, all living beings of the eight great earth have expensive karmas and consciousness, and yet have no foundation upon which to depend. How do you know if a person uh, has a good foundation or not? Master Yang Shang said, uh, I have a way to gauge it. Uh, just then, a monk passed by them, and Master Yang Shan shouted, Acharya! The monk turned his head to look towards Master Yang Shan, look at Master Yang Shan. Master Yang Shan said, this is expensive karmas and consciousness without a good foundation. Wei Shan Master said, that is just one drop of the lion's milk that can make six bushels of the donkey's milk overflow. And that's the, that's the anecdote. And that's a Chan uh, story. Okay, let's go through it. So Master Wei Shan was training his disciple. You see, this is luxury that they had it back then, uh, that Master Wei Shan was uh, tutoring him, was uh, training Yang Shan personally. Uh, so that's, uh, that's an incredible blessing, trust me. I personally never had this kind of experience with uh, my master. Uh, okay? So Yang Shan has tremendous, tremendous blessings. And so he was able to train under Master Wei Shan, who would, means that it accelerated Master Yang Shan's uh, development uh, manifold. It's just, you just not believe that this is the edge of the Chinese Chan Dharma over any other meditation practices. And therefore, for example, uh, uh, I personally didn't have the, uh, such an such a opportunity. So Master Xinhua never trained me personally like that daily or weekly or on a regular basis at all. Uh, so you see, so that's why, that's why Yang Shan uh, uh, was, uh, uh, was improved a lot under Master Wei Shan's uh, directions. So Master Wei Shan there to, uh, that day decided to teach uh, Yang Shan it this way. He says, all living beings of the great earth, meaning that I can see my vision 
is I can see all living beings of the great earth. Okay, these great sages, whatever they say, is from, it's, they are factual, they're not, not written from any book. They speak, they say, they say, all living beings on the great earth, meaning he can see living beings on this earth here. And he says, they have expensive karmas and consciousness. Yeshu, mang mang. Is it mang mang? Huh? Okay. So he says that ye is the karmas, shu is consciousness, mang mang, expensive. Very good translation. Okay. I think whatever. <laughs> the translation is not bad. Uh, what does it mean? Ye, shu. Mang mang means that they are creating karmas, mang mang, uh, expensively. Consciousness also expensively. What's the difference? The difference is that ye is something that you create, meaning the living beings include, that includes all of us. Wei Shan says, I see all of you creating karmas expensively. How does he know? Because he's not. And we are. That's how he's able to see. It's because when you're creating karmas, you cannot see. Okay? So that's the difference between him and us. So he can, he's not creating karmas. Number two, shu, mang mang, consciousness. Involves, for example, we are all constantly hearing noises, hearing, seeing things, smelling things. That's a shu. How we are aware of our environment, yes? And, and so we are constantly bombarded with information from outside. And Master, Master Wei Shang says, that's who you are, that's what, what's happening to you right now. For me, it's not the case. How is that? It's a statement. And at that time, Yang Shan didn't understand it. And you see later, that's why Yang Shan is fighting him. Okay? So far, so good. And this is what happened to the master. The master chose to teach him because he sees, he saw that Yang Shan didn't get it. So he said, listen, boy, I see. He didn't have to say it, but later Yang Shan, when he started teaching, he said, oh, that's what he meant. Okay, <laughs> I see that uh, all living beings here in the great earth, whether it's a snake, whether it's a buffalo, whether it's you, okay, you're creating uh, karmas and consciousness extensively, okay, nonstop. What is that called? Confusion. So far, so good. All right. Yet have no foundation upon which to depend. All right. Uh, what is foundation to you? In other words, he's saying it's because without, they don't have a good foundation. That's why they're creating expensive karmas and have expensive consciousness. Is it clear? That's a statement. That's a statement of facts. Then the question I have for you, you need to consider is, what kind of foundation 
without which we'll be creating karmas and consciousness. Speak quickly, speak quickly, come on. Aha, uh -huh. when I explain a lot, you are quiet. Why well, leave it? Yes, Jane. Good roots. What? Good roots. Good roots. Okay. Uh, yes. Same thing. Same. I want to say. What is the Koreans and the Chinese now think alike? Whoa, this is scary. <laughs> yes, Sophia. Sophia, we cannot hear you. No. Can you hear me? Yes. Could you say? The six parameters. Six parameters? Okay. All right. Uh, back there. Uh, Master, I saw the Venerable Old Monk would like to say something. Yes, the Old Monk. Go ahead. Oh, Abbot. Can't hear him. We cannot hear. Go to first. Okay, now go ahead. Ay là Phật các pháp đều vô ngã vô nhân. Tại mình chấp nó là mình là pháp. Nó mới có chuyện. Biết nó là rỗng không, nó không có ngã có nhân. Thì đâu có cái chuyện gì mà mênh mông nhé là hẹp hẹp cái gì. Mình khởi lên. Trong kinh Kim Cang nói. All right. A metaphor, uh, all Dharma is without self and without others. Um, when we attach that uh, it is ourself, then uh, the Dharma become ourself and become a Dharma, that is the problem. If you know that um, all the self is empty, then there's no such a thing as uh, karma and consciousness being expensive. Okay, DTT. Master, I have a question about the uh, expansive consciousness. Uh, is it the same thing as uh, what we discussed in the Sixth Patriarch Sutra, um, producing thoughts when confronted with states? Yes. Very good. Okay. In particular, in the Chan training, is producing thoughts. Yes, when we sit, we have all these uh, consciousness uh, things that bring in information to us, and we react to them. And that's what he means. Because remember, they're Chan, they're practicing Chan. In that Chan context, that's what happens. Ye, shi, mang, mang, is that when you meditate, 
you are you still can hear, you still can see things, you still can smell things, and you still react to them because you don't have the proper foundation, a good foundation. Good question. Okay, anyone else? Very good. Okay. Uh, to say that the foundation is root is not quite what I'm looking for. Root is part of your physical makeup. So you can't say it's part of the foundation, but yet you cannot say it's not a foundation either. Okay, but again, it's a deeper level. I'm talking a foundation. Look at the tree. The tree has a tree trunk on top. We can see underneath is, a, is the root, okay? But the root is part of the foundation. Is not the only the foundation, okay? So the foundation, the tree, will be the, the root systems, okay? As well as the earth, Yes, what else in for the tree is part of the foundation? Let's give the example of a tree to make it clearer for you. So the root is part of the foundation. The earth is part of the foundation. What else? There's a lot more for the tree to survive, right? Yes? You have the root and to have the earth is still not enough. What do you need? You need moisture, yes? Otherwise, otherwise, the tree would die. You need oxygen or CO2, carbon dioxide, okay, for the tree to breathe, okay? So what I'm pointing out to you is foundation for the trees like that. What is our foundation then, do you think? We don't have any roots, okay? So what is our foundation? Quickly. He says he's referring to living beings' foundations, not the tree foundation. So what do living beings need to have as part of the foundation? Yes? Master, the good knowing advisor. Okay, I thought I knew someone's going to bring up good knowing advisor. <laughs> okay, I'm prepared for that. But let me ask uh, nine here first. I think it's the uh, blessing. Blessings, okay, very good. Okay, let's talk about good knowing advisor because I know you, knowledgeable people, Okay, <laughs> would throw it at me immediately. You say, wow, most people wouldn't know that they need a good no advisors. Okay, like my, my master, he did not train his disciples, my generation, properly, I feel. Okay, I personally feel that's what he, one of his failures that he never taught my generation the importance, my peers, the importance of a good no advisor. I mean, I personally am always looking for a good no advisor. I admit to you, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, it's the same thing for me. I'm always looking for a good no advisor, believe it or not, okay? I'm very blessed to have met the best good no advisor I found in Master Shenhua. It's very hard for me to find another one like that, but it doesn't mean I'm 
I'm feel content. I say, I know everything. No, I'm always looking for a teacher. Trust me. Okay. And the way I look for teachers is different from yours or from, from uh, his disciples. Okay. I just want you to be aware of it. Okay. If you say that the good new advisor, you smart Alex, are the part of foundation, okay, does it mean then, uh, like if Master Srina who died already, he's not, then your foundation is gone? Agree? So he cannot be part of your foundation. He's a bridge, but he's not a foundation. Is that clear? Okay, blessings, would, that, would, that be, would they be considered, considered to be a foundation? Yes. Why? Because the blessings invisibly are behind all the good things that happen to you. If bad things happen to you, if you have blessings, your blessings can fix them. Hopefully. Okay? So that's something you can count on is blessings. For the good times as well as the bad times. What else is part of your foundation? What did Master Shrenha do for us? for our generation and future generations. Hmm? For yellow people, for white people, for black people, for red people, all the same. What did he do? Yes, Professor Clymer. He provided teaching materials for us. What teaching materials? We're talking about 50 years of teachings. Is that the foundation? You can't say the foundation in 50 years of teachings. What is the foundation? His teachings include Chan, includes Pure Land, includes mantras, includes uh, sutras, includes shastras, includes a lot of things. What's the foundation he's talking about? It will help your practice, your Chan practice. It help. Yang Shan Shan practice. Yes, Cheng Cheng. It is a virtue of the merit. Virtue and merit and virtue. Okay. That's part of it. Yes, Sophia, quickly, quickly. Um, the six principles. Six principles is the foundation. Very good. See, it takes an Australian, yellow Australian to, to understand it. <laughs> okay, uh, your foundation is Vinaya. Your foundations are the value systems from Confucius. If better yet, it's the Vinaya, the six principles are basically one example of the Vinaya. Is that clear? Your foundation is the principles of right and wrong, 
from the genius of the Buddha. Nowadays, we don't appreciate enough the genius in the Vinaya that the Buddha gave us. It's a shame. Okay? You only see that, you know, I know, for example, in, in uh, Portugal, the reason that those uh, families are, are helping us out is because they're grateful for the help they receive from me personally. Okay, and the, the way they pay back is that, okay, I will propagate Pastor's Dharma so that more people can benefit from him like, like us. I understand that, okay? Mm. And that's why that, that's fine. But, but the real foundation of Chan is the six principles, the Vinaya. Is that clear? And if you don't have the proper foundation, the proper vinaya, the proper understanding what's right and what's not to do, okay? Then you will create karmas and unconsciousness extensively. Next. So, Master, you see, Master Wei Shan didn't explain that to Yang Shan because it's not, it's not the point. Uh, eventually, Yang Shan will understand later down the road. So he says, how do you know someone has a foundation or not? Okay, uh, no need to have the good here because foundation is, is a necessity. And foundation is always a good thing. Okay, meaning if you're a demon, your foundation is uh, anti-Vinaya. That's, that's their foundation, it's, which is good for them. Okay, it's not necessarily good for us, but it's good for them. Okay, uh, so Master Yang Shang says, I have a way. See, Yang Shan is just what we call in, in the West a smart aleck. Okay? He's too smart. He can use, he's very witty. Yang Shan is very witty. You look at the, the way the interaction between Yang Shan and Wei Shan, you can tell that Yang Shan is inherent, very, very witty. Okay? So he's smart already. And let me tell you, what's scary about Yang Shan is that he's smart when he came. First came to see Master Wei Shan. He's very smart already. And after he got training from Master Wei Shan, guess what? Became even smarter, much smarter than before. That's why Yang Shan later became a terror. Okay? He can outwit anyone. Okay? So Yang Shan says, I have a way to tell. Okay? And then just happened there was a monk going uh, by him. And Yang Shan shouted, Acharya! And the monk hearing the noise, he, 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 he see the idea, Ye Shi. Okay? The karmas and consciousness, Mang Mang, that's a proof right there. You see, when he yelled at you, okay, because you have Ye Shi Mang Mang, that your karmas and consciousness are, are expensively, uh, creating them expensively, immediately he looked. Got that? Say, Yang Shan is very witty. He says, that's not talk. I show to you. Okay? I prove to you that the first living being who walked by there has Ye Shu Mang Mang. His karmas and consciences are, are expensive. Don't you love it? Yang Shan is so witty. This is fun. This is fun. Okay? 
Now, don't think of these people. Don't think that you shave your head. They shave their head and they become, mm, I'm, I'm, I am so peaceful. Yang Shan is having fun. And that's why Master Wei Shan liked it. He said, boy, he's one of the few monks who, who, does, who doesn't take himself seriously. Okay? Whereas my other monks and nuns, they're so worried about, you know, being perceived, you know, by uh, our supporters so that they need to behave in a way to inspire respect and, and admiration. Yang says, he doesn't give, he doesn't give, give a hoot. He said, I'm having fun. <laughs> so at, even at the expense of uh, a monk who says, he walked by, happened to walk by, and said, hey! <laughs> and the guy immediately looked, okay, Acharya is being polite, and that's, that's Chinese for us nowadays. He said, hey! <laughs> and that's all we have to say, okay? Uh, I like it. I like Yang Shan. <laughs> so Master Yang Shan says, see, that's my proof. I prove to you, I just prove to you that, uh, that this monkey has expensive karma and consciousness, and therefore they don't have a good foundation. Is that clear? So far, so good. Okay? They're having fun. That's why maybe, that's why maybe Wei Shan was enjoying it too. So that's why he would uh, bring uh, Yang Shan and find a way to teach him so that he has a little bit of fun to himself. Okay? And, and instead of having to teach those boring monks and nuns, they say, oh, I am in Samadhi. I am feel so peaceful. I feel so blissful. And Master Wei Shan, <gasps> okay? So last slide, Wei Shan said, that is just a drop of lion's milk that can make six bushels of the donkey's milk overflow. Okay? Talk about lion's milk versus donkey's milk. Okay? Now I had to do a little bit of research. I never realized donkeys have milk. <laughs> I cannot imagine someone, you know, milking a donkey. <laughs> Seems like a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> they can kick you to death, okay? So I would never go, you know, milk. Monkey, of course, a female, a donkey before. You can milk it. It's sort of not a cool thing for me to imagine us milking a, don <laughs> a donkey. But it's a donkey's milk. And a donkey's milk actually is very nutritious. It doesn't have for many beings, human beings, who in the 19th century, they discovered that uh, if some of them are allergic to cow's milk, uh, uh, then the donkey milk uh, are very nutritious and do not have the same kind of adverse uh, things for humans as well. So that's why 19th century donkey's milk became real popular, okay, especially in Europe. Hmm. And then spread on to the rest of the world. Okay, but and so so he says. So donkey's milk is actually very useful. What is donkey's milk? Donkey's milk is that monk right there, who is called Acharya. Acharya meaning it's a teacher, a person who has wisdom. Okay, uh, and who's wise enough to teach you. That's why he's called Acharya. He knows. He knows things that are uh, fundamentally sound and useful to you. 
That's why usually in a temple, you are uh, called Acharya when you have something to teach the, the students. All right? Yeah. So, so you see, six bushels of donkey's milk, meaning that this monk here has potential, has knowledge, has wisdom. All right? But he's still a donkey level. Okay? Uh, from Master Wei Shan, he says, okay, you made your point, you're right. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's a donkey, okay? However, uh, what happened is that uh, a drop of lion's milk, now, if you think about it, if you are reluctant to milk a donkey, I'd be less inclined to milk a lioness, Okay? <laughs> So you see the humor in Master Wei Shan. I, I love these things because it's so humorous. Yang Shan so humorous. And he's, he said, you know, hey, you see, that's I proof. I just proved to you that uh, that's a proof that the, this monkey, the Acharya, who is your disciple, still has ye shu mang mang. His uh, comments and cautions are still expensive. So Yang Shan, your students are just like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so Yangshan is having fun. So Wei Shan said, hey boy, he's my disciple. <laughs> you cannot make fun of my disciple. So Wei Shan, in a contrast, he, he immediately uh, have, uh, uh, having fun himself too. He says, you call him, you pick on him because he's a donkey. You are a lion. Okay? It's not okay for a donkey, for a lion to pick on a donkey. You got that? That's what he meant by one drop of lion's milk, okay, at the expense of risking your life to get one drop of lion's milk, okay? Uh, uh, that's very, very difficult to achieve, okay? Uh, so lion's milk here refers to, one drop of lion's milk here refers to Master Yang Shan yelling at the monk who walked by. Even though that monk has samadhi at the level of acharya in our world, He's still only at the donkey's level, okay? Whereas Master Yang Shan kind of uh, lovingly, if you will, because Chan Master don't say the word love, okay? It's sort of boring to me as well, okay? So he says, okay, so you're a lion. Stop picking on that donkey, Okay? It's not a matter of about the good foundation, the donkey having no foundation. He's an acharya, acharya, meaning he has a foundation. He's just no, no match for you, that's all. Okay? Uh, so, um, one of the lessons that Master Wei Shang was teaching Yang Shan is that fundamentally, if you stronger, do not make others afflicted. That goes against the foundation. You are creating karmas. Your consciousness is expensive yourself. You see that? He doesn't have to say that. But Yang Shan should have understood right away that, oh, me too. Not just the donkey, but the lion is also creating ye shu mang mang. Isn't that cool? They're all having fun. Unlike you boring people. 
I said, Master, when am I going to be enlightened? You'll be enlightened when you're supposed to be enlightened. Stop bitching. I mean, <laughs> okay? Got that? See, how beautiful it is. Master Wei says, you two are creating karmas. Cut it out. That's what you do. Isn't that beautiful? The teaching is that, he said, living beings are creating karmas and the consciences are expensive. That goes for you too. That's a teaching. Someone tells you that what you're doing wrong that you're not aware of. Yeah, Shan is having fun. Okay? He feels superior to that Acharya and yeah, a lot of people. But only Master Wei Shan could look at him and say, hey boy, cut it out. That's what the job of a teacher. Hmm? He's not afraid. And you can have fun, but you cannot. You cannot afflict the donkeys. Okay? Questions? What would you do? I don't think Yang Shan got at that point. Yang Shan, I assure you, we have to go back and meditate on this. And Ah! That's what Master meant. Because if Yang Shan understood the lesson immediately, what would he have done? Hmm? Quickly, quickly, I'm running out of time. If time is up, I'm going to stop cold turkey and I will leave this uh, anecdote unfinished. Ha, ha, ha. Huh? If Yang Shan had understood right there at this point, when, when his master said, hey, You're a lion. Messing up, messing with a donkey. You're terrorizing a donkey. Yang Shan should have. Master, thank you. I would like to repent. Okay, stop here. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>